da 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 You sound insane. Do you realize that? Yeah. If the whole world got crazy. Welcome in, ma'am fam, to the current version of the timeline, or the past, future, present, some somewhere along the line. We're going to figure it out. Uh, rise definitely. of the dawn of the dark Definitely, fate. Definitely a genesis of the rise of the <laughs> fates of the... Of the days of future yeah, past. Judgments. Dark fate. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those episodes... It, but um, shout out to the VIPs who joined us in our throwback to Terminator 1984. Uh, that conversation was a lot of fun. Big fans of Terminator um, here. And we're joined by one of our illustrious, stupendous, maybe the VIP of VIPs, mm. Ryan Kirk, who. Um, it's like being the AT of ATs. Yeah. Mm. All right. We talk about this. We have a like a team out Rushmore of all ATs, but we're mm-hmm. not going to reveal that with you, Ryan. But that <laughs> That's does all exist. Right. That's all There's right. a VIP lounge. <laughs> There's another uh, tier of VIPs that uh, AT that VIPs get access to is that. what we call yeah. them. Yeah, I'll, they, I'll make it one day. Yeah, that's, it's a that's patch the eye of the eye. <laughs> yeah, the eye you get of a the patch eye. on your denim uh, yeah. vest. Mm-hmm. And uh, that shows yeah. that you're a VIP AT. And it's very, right. it's crazy. You get an I eagerly await it. Tattoo on your <laughs> face. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Some, of, uh, some celebrities with it. But. Some of the <laughs> listeners might uh, remember Ryan from suffering through our The Predator episode, which um, I think at the time, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, I think I said that was the worst movie we had reviewed on the show. Up to that yeah, point, I'm, it might still I'm be. Pretty sure it was that. I think Billy Flynn or um, <laughs> Billy Jupiter Lynn. Ascending. The, one of those. You're thinking of Billy uh, Lynn. Jupiter Ascending's a good Ju- one. Yeah. Jupiter Ascending's yeah. pretty bad. Um, the Predator. Pretty bad. The Predator was was so disrespectful that, and so and so was Billy Lynn. That, <laughs> yeah. That's why I had such problems with them. They weren't that and, bad made. It was just how disrespectful they were to. And you much did humanity. say can't. Yeah, you did say Birdman was up there too. You didn't. Yeah, you said Birdman. <laughs> yeah, couldn't just get that on the record. Couldn't and stand didn't you say? It. Didn't you say you hated Goodfellas our... like a long? <laughs> yeah, you said that. <laughs> yeah. My Twitter mentions. And I know you. Say I, I know you gave Joker or... a B minus, yeah. but you meant F minus. I can right, tell yeah. by the way you gave yeah. Joker a B minus. Yeah. So. Like I said, according to my uh, my email and my mentions, I gave mm-hmm. it the worst grade of all of us because I'm still. <laughs> To the what? How? When did Joker come out? Three months ago. It feels like at this point. Six years Uh, that we've been living, and it's still getting uh, the old uh, dude. Just wanted to tell you, you don't, you didn't get it. Okay, (laughs) right over your head. I've been, I've been like preemptively muting and/or blocking people who like the tweets that we got during that phase because it's like, okay, dude, I know. <laughs> like, if you're if you're just scrolling through Twitter a month later looking for things to get mad about with Joker, I just, I don't want to hear from you. I, I know that this is going to be a negative experience, so. There's thanks. a difference between, a <laughs> between telling somebody they're wrong and disagreeing with them, you know? And I'm getting a lot of you're wrong and not like, yeah, disagree. I got a different opinion. Here's what it is, right. and I'm, I love that. I love not just the, you're wrong, but you're yeah. wrong, and also die. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like oh, burn. Oh, wow. Yeah, dang. Okay. I want to watch you on fire. I got a lot of that. So it's good. But um, but yeah, we're past it, and we're on to Terminator Dark Fate or Deep Fake. I always call this Terminator <laughs> Deep Fake. I just can't. Every time I picture this in my mind, I think Deep Fake for some reason. Um, and so Terminator Deepfake is Terminator Six, I believe, at this point. Um, but actually, it's Terminator Three, maybe, or is it? Um, I'm actually uh, kind of fond of the timeline that they have established uh, with this um, IP with this universe. Um, to me, it's not too confusing. Um, you know, if you ignore Terminator Salvation completely and uh, kind of write off Genesis as uh, nothing more than just we're having fun here and uh, don't really take that seriously, um, I don't think it gets too convoluted too fast. And, and it's really easy to do that with these. 
And uh, but I have never found Terminator to be too hard to follow from just the timeline perspective. And uh, re- always really enjoyed Arnie. Um, you know, Linda Hamilton. Don't know why they brought her back for this. I thought that they guess they thought that was going to move the needle in some way. It it didn't because this made I think less than Zombieland Double Tap made on its opening weekend. So you you know there was as much demand yeah. for Zombieland Double Tap as there was for for this movie. And and you know it is sad because I you know did the whole retrospective watch and we were talking with the with the VIPs on Discord over the past couple of weeks about Terminator and just how great it is. And, you know, I've been on the record saying that T2 is a masterpiece. You know, T1 is as close to it as probably you can get. And um, and so I understand them wanting to erase the uh, other movies, you know. And so I don't know if I agree with the entire premise of how they did it here, the execution of that. But, you know, I got to admit there's some fun stuff here. Um, it does feel a little bit Star Wars, The Force Awakens y. Let's try to get back the nostalgic feels, reboot this in some way, but not too much uh, with the old cast. Uh, so, so yeah, but overall, uh, it had, had some fun Terminator moments. It had Arnie. Um, but to what extent is the question that a lot of people are, you know, drawing their conclusions on? So, I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on this. But, uh, Ryan. Let's start with you. What's your background on Terminator as a franchise? Uh, okay, so uh, I love both the first and second movie. I think is pretty much everyone does. Um, I don't really know if I've met someone who can't say they enjoyed it or that they're good films. Um, and as far as the rest of them go, I'm not a huge fan. Terminator 3 is okay. Uh, Salvation... Maybe the odd rewatch just to see what happens in that timeline, but I really never want to see Genesis ever again. Genesis is terrible, and I don't think it exists. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. This... So it is your version of um... Brian. What's the movie we always say doesn't exist? Uh, like a hypothetical fourth Indiana Jones yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Should a fourth Indiana right. Jones movie mm-hmm. ever exist? It would not right. exist. But yeah. thankfully, it doesn't. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I subscribe. It's to weird that, that the so. one that comes out in a couple of years is is Indiana Jones Five. I well, it's like really you you know when you're at a nice you hotel know. and you take the elevator up and yeah, there's no thirteenth sure, floor. It's sure. that. Yeah. Okay. I just they know, hated. Maybe they, they hate Michael. Yeah, they, they want the audience to kind of read between the lines there. And yeah. Make their own story. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Not a big Michael Finley kind of, fan, yeah, so they got rid of the four. Mm, you know, it's a tough one. Streaming wars are getting intense. You gotta you gotta get creative with ways to tell stories these days. Just totally dude. Put out the number. Just throw it out there. Yeah, I have one thing from Genesis. I'm pre- I might have to be correct on this, but I'm pretty sure I remember seeing the poster and the guy that's playing John Connor. It's just revealed on the poster that he's a Terminator. And oh, yeah. that's like the one thing in the movie that, like, why would you have that on the poster? Like, <laughs> yeah. like well, yeah. it's a so point. pointless. What was it? Jason Clark, uh, I guess it was in that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, man, going back and and revisiting Terminator Genesis was was an experience. I just I didn't remember how CGI it was. Um, it's really really bad, especially when they do the crossover, like you said, with John Connor and the Terminator, and it like yeah, and it like envelops him, you know, kind of in the dimension of travel and all that. It's weird. It's just not a not a good thing, but uh, but yeah, it's it's really funny uh, to revisit this. But this might be the last time, to be honest, because oh, yeah. this feels like yeah. Brian. As I pass the torch to you, um, it feels like this is the last one because, like we talked about, you know, kind of the reason this made uh, twenty eight plus million dollars was because uh, Terminator three. F- uh, Terminator 4 and 5 have killed all momentum from Terminator 2 and even the nostalgia factor. You know, it's like yeah. you can't unforget those movies. You know, as much as they <laughs> want to just be like, all right, everyone watch Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 and then come to the movies. You know, like that's what they wanted with this. Exactly yeah. what they wanted. No one was willing to to forget like, oh, Genesis was what, two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. It wasn't like right. ten years ago. So 
Yeah, that I am. I will say this. I admire that effort and that idea um, because I like I'm, I'm with you guys. Like I like the Terminator movies. I, I want these to be good. I want them to exist. I rewatched them all over the last couple of weeks and I I'm with you, Ryan. Like I had forgotten how terrible Genesis is. Oh, like so I don't bad. know what my grade was for it when we did that episode, but it was too high. Whatever I gave because it. <laughs> It just, gosh. No, I patented it. I remember. Yeah. I submitted. I wrote the <laughs> I check. Think I, I'll have to go back and look. I think I probably gave it like a C or a C minus, and I was way too generous. That movie sucks, and it is such a killer on, on the fridge. But I, I do remember saying in that episode, looking at the box office return, just saying like, okay, this is not a franchise that there's a that there is a real market for. Not a market for that that justifies what you're going to have to spend to make Terminator movies. It's just we you know society has spoken. Whether you think these movies are good or not doesn't really matter. We we have said that that we we're not going to do this anymore. We don't have an interest in these movies. And then they ran out. You know they kind of run it back and bring back Linda Hamilton and and generate some some pretty positive buzz. I think on this and. So I thought, okay, if you're gonna do it, at least you're you're trying to do it in um, what I would say is probably the right way, and we're gonna move forward with it. And okay, th- but this is your last chance, you know, like this is the only opportunity you get. And like a week, two weeks ago, it was projected in the mid fifties, fifty million dollar open, and I was like, okay, then that means there's a market, and that means that that something has, uh, or if you make a a a good Terminator movie or even just a Terminator movie that has some positive buzz. Cause Genesis just didn't at all. Um, you, you know, then there's a market for this, but then when you receive, you see the, the actual returns and it was well under that and it's going to lose a ton of money for the studio and all this sort of stuff. Okay. That's, that's the end of it. We are done. We can't keep going back to the well on this thing. I, this movie's not there's we'll we'll break it down. There's plenty of stuff that that is a problem that's not great. That it's there's some writing issues and and it's not like it's a masterpiece that people just aren't recognizing. There are there are flaws and stuff, but it's fine and it's fun and it has uh, it certainly doesn't have Terminator 2 vibes, but it fits within the the scope of Terminator movies. And and that's that's okay. If that can't do well, and it can't make money, and and then we have to just we have to say that that's, that this is over and let it go. And whether or not James Cameron wants to or not, we, we gotta we gotta just let it we gotta let it go. This is this is it. This he is actually it. just announced six more sequels. <laughs> the first one, <laughs> they shot them all at once. They yeah, shot them all at once. And so they save money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're delayed because he had to build a real Terminator first. Right. Yeah. The and a time machine. There yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, RB, you got any uh, general thoughts before we move on? Yeah, man, I was hyped for this one. Like, I uh, I didn't have the PTSD uh, from Genesis <laughs> or whatever <laughs> that you guys had. Like, I kind of forgot it even happened. Um, but as goes for, for most of my um, day in life. But I uh, – so I was, I was kind of excited for this one. We did that T2 episode. A couple weeks ago at uh, at Kento's abode, or or as I like to say, Tito's house. T one episode. <laughs> pardon me, T one. We did a T one episode at Tito's house, and Teet Teet one. Oh, that sounded worse than I expected. <laughs> okay, so moving on. So it kind of got me in the mood for the Terminator. I've actually watched T two now twice since then. Um, it's been on the old cable lately, so I've I've stopped out on that a couple times. But the. Uh, yeah, so I was excited. I was primed for it. So I, I'm, I'm curious. I don't want to do what Brian did and like overgrade this, but I was so ready for it, and it just it, it it's hard to. Gr- I hate when this happens. This has only happened one or two times in the history of the show, when you're excited for something and then it's not bad, so you want to love it. Does that make sense? So, so yeah. it wasn't the fact that this was so competent and had some real fun moments. I, yeah. I'm cautious to overgrade it because I really enjoyed myself, and I just. I have such equity with these characters in this world that like any mild execution of it is very thrilling, mm-hmm. but it's not a very good movie. It's not a great movie by any means. Does that make sense? No, kind of I'm joke. totally with you. Yeah. I, I was in that same mindset where there, there are movies that we see for the show where, you know, it's like the movie is trying, I'm having a, I'm having a very hard time not, um, 
figuring, you know, seeing the things that are wrong with it and, and picking out, you know, picking holes and all that kind of stuff. And then there's other movies. This is one of them where I kept trying to make myself not do that and just be like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Just keep, you know, just stay with it. Cause this is fun. I like this universe. I want to be, I kind of want to be in this world. It's, it's enjoyable. Please just, you know, make it easy for me to do that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, I, I liked how they started this movie with the, you know, the rewind to the prison tape, security camera footage from T2, the Sarah Connor, like, confessional or whatever, interrogation uh, stuff. I like that. Man, that, this uh, face replacement de-aging thing is getting incredible. Like, the Edward Furlong murder thing was was super realistic. Like, it felt like a deleted scene or something. Like, mm. you know, apparently uh, the same guy that <laughs> was the Arnold body double for Genesis was the stand-in, and then they had a kid um, stand-in for Furlong. They did this deep deep fake, uh, Terminator deep fake technology. Crazy. Uh, and did, I mean, that was in, that was, that blew my mind. And yeah. I realized we're, yeah, same. We're, 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 I don't know, two weeks away from uh, – you know, the definitive movie with that technology is going to, you know, come out in mass with the Irishman that's mm-hmm. like relying on that technology. But that was the first time that I was truly like, holy crap, they get they're, they're there. And like even what they did with uh, with Linda Hamilton on that, too, was was amazing. Um, so that added to the story like you can do that. And if you do it right, I think it I think it can add. Um, how did you guys feel about starting where it starts so it starts basically right after terminator 2 it flashes back to then and there's a t-800 still out there that was sent back to kill john that uh you know i guess there's multiple t-800s out there you know so this is the loophole of how how they can bring arnie back infinitely you know (laughs) just like well there's another t-800 out there somewhere and he never got to john so here he is and and here's arnie (laughs) again you know like that's yeah. But I liked that. Like to me, yeah. like it makes sense. It like, makes it's the sense. Dra- passes it, the Jurassic Park, and it test. makes it. It made it so dramatic. Like in the theater when, when the T eight hundred walks in and kills, he, you know John Connor, like the kid, like the youth audible gasp in the theater is like, <gasps> you know, like it still like is a dramatic impact because you they built that relationship in you know T two and they were like the the way it ends and everything it's uh so i felt like it, it wasn't like a random terminator came back and killed john connor whatever it was, it was you know it made oh, it more okay. impactful so i thought that i thought it started off on a really good note and and it kept uh kept the action up like some callbacks to the original terminator with like the truck chase sequence and all that um uh the guy being in the same sort of setup as the t1000 from the original um, but you know, what I always liked about Terminator and, uh, you know, as I pass it to you, Brian, for uh, your thoughts on this, on just some of the action, what struck me about this last rewatch of the original films was just how kind of scaled down the movies are. And it's really just playing on your anticipation in the audience and, uh, the tension of say in T2 cops coming to your door and ringing your doorbell and asking where people are you know where's your son is he okay where is he can i find him you know like just that whole vibe of the unexpected really plays well and then you get some pretty awesome action sequences but like i feel like the they relied too much here on just big crazy cgie action and not enough on just let's have fun with like what made terminator great in the first place like i would have loved a uh you know a call back to him looking up in the phone book with the uh you know looking for John mm-hmm. Sarah Connor John Connor and they kind of do that with uh uh Danny and all that but it's it's not the same it's just it's way more upscale you know i just wanted a more toned down like self-aware not a 185 million dollar dark fate yes. maybe a 75 to 100 million dollar dark fate with a little more and i love the character stuff they do with this but um, to me, where this movie fails ultimately is just it gets a little too bombastic and full of itself when it's like, oh, liquid metal and yeah. nanotechnology and all this, you know, all that stuff it gets a little hard to follow. 
And it's so frustrating because we we see this like almost every week now where we watch these movies and we think you, you almost set the movie up for failure before it even starts just by having this budget that's going to be really difficult to, to get back. And, and also at the same time, it just doesn't look as good. I, I don't know. In the, in the very beginning when, um, I mean, I think it was literally the first scene when, when the, when the Terminators come up out of the ocean in Guatemala or whatever, I immediately was like, that doesn't look good. Like, it doesn't look like Terminator looked in 1991 it, because we were just so dependent on on computer stuff and we can't do mm-hmm. anything practically. And I don't know, man. It, it's a, it seems like such a double-edged sword that, they, that Hollywood can't figure out how to get away from because you – you you are you have the eye the eye test is is one thing and then you have the budget stuff on top of it it's just a very it's very odd to me that there hasn't been some studios that figure out like you know like one of the reasons Deadpool Deadpool is not a great example because it's not CGI heavy but you know Deadpool made, was made for like fifty five million dollars and that made its total so much bigger than what it would have been if obviously than if you if it had been made at one hundred and fifty or something like that. Um, I guess I just thought Deadpool because of the director. But regardless, it's I don't I don't think that you have to make movies on that level every freaking time. And then when you do, please make them look good. Like make the CGI seem actually seamless and and significant and stuff. And the, and it doesn't. It does not in this movie at all. And there's and it, whether or not, I don't know that it make that it certainly doesn't ruin the movie, and I don't know that it has that much of a bearing. But the action to me did not look particularly good. I don't like the whole. It's like slow motion, fast motion at the same. I just I don't know. It's not a it's not a cool aesthetic to me. It's 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 kind of boring in a way, and I it takes away from, you know the. I don't want yeah. to compare this too much to Terminator 2 because you said it can't in your, in your spot on Terminator well, 2. Well, is a I know what you mean. But... I know what you mean with the fast motion. It's like what you know what made the T1000 great is like he could only run as fast as a dude could run. Like that's yeah. why he had to get a truck to chase him. You know, like and that's why he's menacing when his arms became metal and he could like grab onto the car and like all that stuff. Like whenever you start doing the super soldier augmented human type stuff it just gets it's just an excuse to do action scenes you know to be honest it doesn't feel i don't know and we've seen that stuff before it's not like you're doing it to show us something we've never seen it's just like gemini man came out what two weeks ago you know it's like <laughs> come on yeah and this wasn't even in 120 frames per second jeez <laughs> yeah i'm doing no, i threw my i was Deadpool lucky enough to have um, to go to a place where I can get a glass of wine when I watch this, and I threw my glass of wine at the screen when I saw it wasn't. Yeah, it was like <laughs> oh, frames. It was no, really I almost, what am I a present? Yeah, yeah. It, was. it was a nice. It's actually a Chianti. It was a dessert wine. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, I, you know, I liked the setup. I liked the augmented human stuff, like. You know, coming back to save Danny and the whole, uh, you know, not not knowing whether it's uh, whether she's, um, I don't know. They they try to make you think she's Sarah Connor, right? And uh, yeah. the new Sarah Connor, but she's actually John Connor. You know, all that. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, I, I I do like what they did with with a lot of that stuff, but at the same time, it felt um, I don't know recycled. With uh, when it comes to Terminator, but Ryan, chime in here with uh, with any thoughts on what we've been saying. Yeah, uh, overall, I just general thoughts. I, I, I'm kind of what uh, Richard said. It's it's hard for me to kind of get give an accurate grade just because <clears throat> I wanted this one to be so good and it's got the characters that I like a lot. Um, I overall I enjoyed it, but it's definitely got some problems as we kind of mentioned a little bit, but um, I kind of found myself after watching the film, just thinking about some of the, the story choices and stuff that's in the movie that that's kind of just like a very small part of the story. And I kind of thought that stuff was more interesting than what we got. Um, I go into it a little bit more on one of them, but it kind of has to do with spoilers later on. So I'll probably wait till we get to that point. 
Awesome. Uh, man, so couldn't get over, I mean, the TRX or whatever his name is. T9 Rev 9. Rev 9, yeah. John Daniels from the Rangers is really pissed off, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looked the GM from the Rangers is who he looked like to me and I couldn't get it out of my head. Now he just like was <laughs> laughing so hard at all the action scenes cuz mm-hmm. I was like John Daniels is Mike so Napoli, mad about like, Nelson Cruz getting away. Yeah. Movie, <laughs> Hugh Darvish, gosh, I wish we still had him. And I was just laughing at that. He just looked so much like up to me. Um, what did you think about the angle with the border protection, uh, all that? That was fine. I mean, that, that kind of brought it to the real world a little bit. I didn't mind that. I thought that was a solid... You know, the plotting wise, this is the mo- the movie's fine on the on the plot standpoint. I, you know, there's some of the execution is weak, and I it's it's definitely too long, and I I didn't love dragging out the reveal on on Danny of who she actually is when you know the whole time. Obviously, there's something coming on this, and by the time we actually got it, I kind of was like, okay, let's go. You know, I'm I'm, I'm done with it, but the. The uh, but the you know, the the main plot and the way that that set that was fine. I th- I thought that was a, a a pretty solid way to to tell this story, a setting in which to do this story for the most part. Yeah, the uh, the reveal of somebody's been texting me. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Coordinates. Yeah, I, guess, I wonder. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder who that's gonna be. Turns right? out it was Sam Worthington the whole time. <laughs> did you guys, do you guys know is the only coordinates? It's the same coordinates that are on my on my arm. No, I'm a Terminator. Yeah, no. that would yeah. be amazing if you were a Terminator. <laughs> that would be so awesome, man. You know what we Jeez. didn't get in this movie really was the like, uh, you know, naked dude bubble finding the clothes Gosh, stuff. You're telling I, me what is I know, it? right? Yeah, but uh, that's Kent, just like, you said that for the last. I said nine that for every movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. We definitely didn't. We should have gotten it here, but we definitely didn't. Um, Speak for yourself, bro. It's weird that that wasn't in How to Train Your Dragon Three. I, it was pretty disappointing. <laughs> it was though. You weird or conspiracy? Brian, I'm going to say conspiracy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I always laughed at how they tried to make make that look cooler. Like as these movies, you know, became <laughs> to me T two looked the coolest. Where it's just like. It's funny because the bubble just kind of appears. It never is like in a field or in a random, like in a place in a clearing. It's like in T2, it's like the side of a, like the underside of a truck. Like, and it's like this, the bottom is carved out and you can see like where the, you know, the melted metal is and stuff. To me, that was the coolest version, but it's just funny how many times they've tried to reinvent that bit and it's looked worse every time. So I guess they gave up just completely. It's like, let's just not even. Yeah, not even go there. Drop. It's going to cost. It's yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. Everyone already knows. Um, so, yeah. So, texting Sarah, you know, they got a lot of commentary there about the data trail and to leave it out of data. Um, how do we feel about the T-800 being able to reprogram itself and be a human, basically? That was one of the weaker plot points i thought i don't know it was I, gave, I gave up my mission and now i'm a human <laughs> yeah. i thought it was funny who who said uh how are you aren't you 400 pounds like yeah. somebody said that like right. in the movie <laughs> it's like yeah that's true don't you have a metal skeleton <laughs> like how does that <laughs> nobody know about it yeah. you've never been to the doctor no one's ever said anything right. to you yeah never taken a flight I, i'm in a loveless marriage <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i'm leaving See, my my dark fate yeah the one the one thing i couldn't uh get out of my head was how it i like the idea that because that future was prevented that he doesn't have a purpose anymore but i thought it'd be so much cooler if if instead of him just deciding that his purpose is to raise a family like there's so many other cool things like he could have been like worked at the military or or anything like maybe he's a uh bounty hunter or like Something that would make more sense. How about would, his fate? Is, cool. yeah, how about his fate is to not is to go back in time and not kill John Connor? You know, yeah, yeah, because like, that's <laughs> what started this whole like his whole depression in the first place. I, I yeah. mean, it it was funny, you know. But I feel like if you're going to bring Arnie into this, it should have been. So it should have been earlier, and I feel like the Sarah Connor scene should have been like the end. 
Like, I feel like the last scene should have been her, like, coming back with her bazooka and and wreaking havoc and that and like the reveal being like basically Sarah this is Sarah Connor's story in the end she's the leader of the rebellion whatever you know like mm. that would have been a great twist reveal ending to this if this is going to be the last one like that whole sequence of her coming out on the bridge to me is the best moment of the movie. You know, yeah, like she good, comes out of nowhere. And it's like for her big time. Yeah. It's great. And it should have been the end, you know, it should have been like, Oh great. She's back with the T 800. And, uh, you know, he's the father figure again. Great. See ya. You know, it kind of, kind of does in that way, but I just felt like they kind of, they over, they over, I don't know overdid it a little bit, you know, they got a little bit greedy with, with some of that stuff, but, um, but yeah, man, the action scenes are fun. I love this universe. I love these, I love the timeline. I love erasing the timeline like they did. Um, so, you know, this is really kind of, kind of it, you know, to ingest, but, you know, I guess people can still watch those, you know, three they're the, I guess the prequel trilogy of the Terminator movies now, you know, it's like, they're going to be banished they're going to be like a yeah. truthers of websites for the the lost terminator movies, you know. Right. Terminator <laughs> yeah. 3 and Salvation both. I would say Terminator 3 is about 75% of the way to a really good movie and Salvation is maybe 50% of the way to a good movie and they then they just they can't put the pieces together quite. And so that's fine. I mean, they you know, they Salvation was better than I remembered it. Now I remembered it as very bad, so that's not to say that it's like, oh yeah, this is great, but um, it was better than I than I remembered. It's just it's just Genesis that sticks out as the real, real sore thumb at this point. But yeah, I mean, I, like I I, th- I like the idea, I guess, of just kind of erasing those movies and and trusting that your audience is going to understand. Okay, this is the third movie in this line of or this timeline or whatever. I was trying, like, as we sat down for the movie, my wife says, uh, I've never seen a Terminator before. And I was like, oh, crap, <laughs> now what do I? And so I'm, like, trying to explain quickly the, the timeline and how all this how, all of this works. And even in that, I was like, okay, no, I'm, like, tracing back to my brain. I'm like, okay, no, that doesn't matter anymore. That doesn't matter anymore. Okay, this doesn't count. Okay, it's just these, these are the details that you have to know. And, and uh, so, I, I, you know, I thought that was a, that was a decent approach. Um but then I, I wish that the, the, the I just wish the writing on this would have been a little bit tighter and we would have gotten um, maybe a little bit more out of the return of Linda Hamilton and, and the, the re the repairing with with her and, and Arnie. It's just an, it was an odd it was an odd way to split up their screen time in some ways. Yeah, that did feel a little bit Star Warsy, you know, like, can you believe that we're going to get to Star Wars episode what nine and. None of the last three movies had one scene with Han, Luke, and Leia in it. You know, and yeah. it's like yeah. that's blasphemous. Like, I mean, this should have been the, like them. Yeah, I mean, they are together in this, so I'm not going to say they're not. But it should have been more. This movie draws heavily from the Force Awakens vibes. Um, I, you know, I don't obviously I don't think it's anywhere near as good as as that movie and and these tr- and the trilogy and stuff, but like. It very much felt like uh, everyone went into work the day after Force Awakens came out and was like, "Okay, I got it. I figured out how we're gonna we're gonna try to put this whole thing together." Um, it, it borrows heavily from the themes and and the structure and all that sort of stuff, which is fun. Like, I'm I'm not complaining about that. You know, you do what you do you, but it also isn't super tight on that front. Uh, you know, Linda Hamilton's not Carrie Fisher. So I don't know that we should be writing for her in the way that you would write for Carrie Fisher, but um, that's maybe that's just me. I thought she struggled pretty mightily, especially with the like more quippier side of of that character. I I, I felt like that that stuff didn't didn't work at all, and it just kind of drew attention to like, all right, we haven't seen Linda Hamilton in a really long time, and that's kind of it's kind of rough. She was great in the action stuff. A little bit less so in, in some of the other portions, I thought. Yeah, I, I think they should have just played her like the badass that she is in Terminator 2. That's why everyone liked her. Like, that was yeah. her, her strength of that character. So just to, like, lean into that, you know? Yeah, totally. And 
there was some there was a little bit of and this is I don't know it's not unique to this movie or this franchise but this happens a lot with with this kind of movie we talk about it with with the Marvel movies and and some, sometimes Star Wars too it's like there wasn't a real clear hierarchy of power for her like she shows up in that first scene and you're just like holy cow here she is she's here to wreck shop and then there's other points where you're like kind of seems like she hasn't been in a fight in 20 years i don't really know what's going on here it just kind of it was an odd there was an odd back and forth on that front it's like one scene we need yeah, she like to popped be, her shoulder out at one yeah, point she's I mean, like oh god it's all great <laughs> it's like, to show vulnerability <laughs> yeah i mean sure like it, it's 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 cool to show vulnerability in your in your action heroes like i'm not complaining about it i just it there wasn't a, a real consistency to the way that that was that that was shown on screen i think and the same for for the new Terminator, for for uh, Mackenzie Day, like th- there were times when you were just like, "Well, she can kill anybody," and then times you were like, "I could kill her," you know. And just it, there that never. I mean, I said Terminator, but the the hybrid, whatever we want to call it, it was Grace. It was just kind of an odd back and forth on that. Like it seemed very clear to me that it was like, okay, in this scene, we kind in order to further the plot or, or in order to accomplish this, we need her to be stronger and then another scene it was like okay in order to accomplish that we need her to be weak kind of in this scene and so you just kind of get a a back and forth on that and it doesn't ever super completely gel together the way that it it could um and that just that that leads to a feeling of kind of disconnectedness or or um i don't know just inconsistency that that's hard to it's hard to bypass especially when the movie's as long as this is or as long as it feels anyway oh yeah yeah, I did. It felt long. Man, it's uh that's what she said. It's uh it's tough to <laughs> it's tough to imagine that this even got made because Terminator <laughs> Genesis was I thought a flopped big. I thought that like, was the end of the line. No, I, I totally could not agree. believe that yeah. like, they retried to do this cuz we are they tried this. They brought back Arnie. They had Daenerys Targaryen in the lead like they tried this before and didn't work. What? I don't know. This script isn't that great. You know, I guess the guy from Deadpool is, you know, his fingerprints are not all over this movie. This is a very, like, studio-handled kind of thing, you know? So it's very, very odd that they even tried this and, you know, sad that they could lose a lot on this. But, you know, at the same time, they should have kind of known better. Like, the... I don't. I yeah. bet the market research did not say that this was needed to be made. So I think that that just comes down to two things. One, Genesis made a lot of money overseas because um, I remember in that whatever year that was, we were like, "Whoa, holy!" Because it didn't do well here at all, like under a hundred million, and then overseas, I think it made like three fifty or or more. So that that's a part of it. Um, and the second part is, that I just think they thought. Okay, we're gonna bring back Linda Hamilton. We're gonna get James Cameron a little more involved. We've got a hot director. We're gonna just we're gonna kind of pull all the strings and and get everybody into this, and that will bring back that'll get the nostalgia vote. That'll get the new generation too. We're gonna make this kind of hip and cool, and and it'll win. It'll 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 succeed. Um, and then just you know, I I like I said at the outset, like I admire that. I think that's a if you're going to do another Terminator movie, especially post Genesis, like that's, um, I think that's the way to go. I think they did that right. It's just then the assembling of all that doesn't necessarily hit the way that, uh, the way that they, that they expected to. But then, you, I mean, again, seriously, up, up until a week before this came out, the projections were mid $50 million. And then we all as a society were like, no, thanks, not interested. And that's, you know, now they're now it's kind of back to the drawing board, and and it, that's got to be it. You can't. I don't think you can come back from that. Barring, it really hasn't released too much overseas, so maybe it just becomes a huge hit in Croatia or something. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how you how you recover from that uh, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Linda Hamilton is huge in Croatia, so that <laughs> probably will huge fan base. Yeah, she's actually like yeah. Hamilton Nation. The Hamil the Hasselhoff of of <laughs> Croatia is Linda Hamilton. Randomly, it's, Tony, yeah. it's Tony Kukoc and then right uh-huh. underneath. Right. Yeah. When they do yeah. the Broadway Hamilton, it's just her. They call her the Croatian <laughs> sensation, actually. That's <laughs> actually her nickname. Yeah. Um so uh so yeah, man. The the only other note I had was like that the the note of Arnie doing drapes in this, like 
being named Carl and doing like that was funny. drapes. Was he was funny. very yeah. proud of that. He talked about yeah. that every time on the press. I'll do it the drapes. Yeah, so he's a story. He's a drape salesman now. It's like okay, cool. What's great about the this movie coming out is we need more Arnie press tours because I love yeah. Arnie chiming in on on an everyday life. We need him. Yeah. We need Especially a podcast. With the fires <laughs> in podcast. California. Mm, he got to talk about all the fires, which is great. The the president. Yeah. I gotta say, <laughs> I thought he was pretty great in this. Like he, yeah, yeah he's good. He, oh, yeah. he was going for like a Stallone, a like a yeah. Creed Stallone vibe. I'm you not know? always, like a, I'm not always on on the Arnie bandwagon, but this <gasps> was this was one where I was like, dude, he, he was. I mean, that's a full letter grade. Big Gray Davis guy him. over here. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, are you a are you awesome. a sly guy or a, an yeah, Arnie? We, we're on, yeah, we talk about. I'm I'm I was a I was more sly than I was uh, Arnie growing up. Not you know I love Predator. I love Twins, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> twins love Kindergarten Cop. Huge. House. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, yeah. but but I, I I think I preferred Stallone if if I had to choose one of the two, one of one or the other. But this was. Like his his return has not been super great. There's been a lot of weird movies and us as again as a society saying no thanks. We're not interested in Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore as a as a movie star. But this was this was top notch. This was right back to like the heyday of 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 Arnie to me. I was like this is this is solid. I, I quite enjoyed his work in this a lot. Yeah, he was awesome. He was great. He's always good. Well. What's it great? Hey, oh, I just got one more thing. Okay, go for it. Mind. How dare um, you? <laughs> my bad, guys. Um, just after seeing the movie and thinking about it, um, I think you remember in the movie how she gets the texts of how there's the Terminators that are going to show up and she has to go kill them and take them out, and then she'll get another text like a year later mm-hmm. and she'll go do it again. This movie should have been her doing that for the first like 30, 30 minutes. Um, and then oh, Arnie yeah. realizes oh, cool. that there's a new John Connor and he wants to help save him because that's going to be his new purpose. And then he leads uh, Sarah to him and then they join up and go take out the new Terminator. I couldn't get that thought out of my yeah, head. It would have been so yeah, much more fun. That would have been great. I, I was thinking that at the end when when it, with Arnie, I was like, oh, he's going to end up being the father figure to John Connor. Oh, he's dead. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like <laughs> that would have been a great way to end it though. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That would have been a great like I said, there's no real like hunting sequence in this, you know, kind of like yeah. the other movies. That would have been great if it was yeah, Sarah Connor hunting Terminators. That would have been yeah, epic. Yeah, would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. So Terminator seven, which might happen <laughs> because we we said this with Genesis, uh that this was it. Yeah. So um we'll see. Maybe there's life in some kind of streaming service. The Bring back the Sarah Connor Connor Chronicles or the John Connor Chronicles or something like that. So we'll see. Okay. So are we clear for grades, Ryan? We good? Yes. All right. Yep. I'm Great. good. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Uh, let's start with uh, Brian on this one. Man, it's a tough one because I feel like we just spent the entire 45 minutes saying the things that were wrong with this. And then at the same time, at the end of the day, I'm like, but I kind of enjoyed it. It was a pretty solid ride. And I, I, I don't know. I like, I like this universe quite a bit. I would definitely rewatch this. Um, I'll go, I'll go with a very light B plus. Oh, well. I was gonna, um, I was going to say that the rewatchability factor was going to factor into my grade as well. Mm. I'll definitely revisit this a couple more times, probably. So uh, I was going to go with a B, Brian. Uh, so you're 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 right in line right, with where right, I was going. Yeah. Just right, right solid. Just yeah. not great, but passes the test. And uh, you know, like I said, this will be a this will be a rewatch. But you know, it's hard to live up to the expectation of the first two for sure. Um, sure, Richard, what you got? Yeah, for me, this is like a C or C plus, but I enjoyed it so much and the premise of it that I'm going to go and settle with a nice B minus. All right, Ryan, guest oh guest, what about you? I'm going to go with a nice solid B plus as well. I'm kind of with Brian on this one. Nice. Right on. Well, like I said um, in our Discord, 
it's not easy to, to make the uh, third best Terminator movie because they've tried for a, for a few years, you know, to try to do that, <laughs> and they did it. Try. They did it with this. Yeah, they they succeeded. Um, finally, they made the uh, sequel worthy of being called. Fly the banner, the guys. Yeah. Mission accomplished. The trilogy is complete. <laughs> took twenty. Took years. six movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, let's do something we don't do often here, uh, often enough anymore, and let's hit a quick weekly recommend. Weekly recommends. Um, let's start with RB, Richard. Yeah, mine is a stand-up that I actually watched this evening, which was so funny. I gotta recommend it. It's uh, new from Seth Meyers. He of late night fame uh, and SNL fame. Oh. He has a new Netflix special called um, Lobby Baby. It's a nice little hour, really funny, and uh, he is apparently I did not know this uh, married to my wife, and thus a lot of his material <laughs> really hit home. For me, so I enjoyed it a great deal. Uh, Brian, what about you? I uh, I'm going to recommend a podcast. I'm trying to look up the exact title of it as we speak. Uh, but it, Joe Rogan the, Show, the sick, Joe Rogan bro. Show, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. You creatine or what? Pretty uh, hemp based. <laughs> it, uh, you hunt DMT. Love <laughs> <laughs> me. Um, the the uh, podcast is called Stripes, the story of the White Stripes. It just wrapped up its first season. I don't know when season two will drop, but hopefully soon. And it is uh, pretty much exactly what the title says. It's it's a, kind of about the origin of the White Stripes, and they have a lot of a lot of interesting uh, interviews. They got some good good guests on on the show, and just kind of went back and and started with their you know uh, the Jack White's history in Detroit and and upbringing, and then pushed through to their first uh first few shows and and uh and then i think like the first uh the first part of their first tour together and stuff it's really interesting it's well it's very well put together the production value is pretty strong it's got obviously great music built into it and uh i enjoyed it quite a bit i'm a big white stripes guy i know i know you guys are too so uh i don't know if y'all have listened to this yet but uh but very solid only five episodes in the first season uh and i'm i'm eagerly awaiting season two to to uh get back into that Awesome. Uh, Ryan, you got something? Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to go with a, a kind of a review or a recommend from Arnold. Basically, um, I rewatched some of his older movies that I hadn't seen in a while. And I'm going to recommend people go check out uh, Last Action Hero if they haven't seen it. Um, it's wow. too long and there's some stuff in there that's kind of a beating. But if you just want to watch it... Uh, Arnie back in the day kicking some ass in a funny way. It's uh, pretty entertaining for that. So give that a go if you got some uh, free time. Yeah, watch that and then go like read the Wikipedia and click on links and stuff and just the backstory it, on that. Yeah, is... the, the movie that that like like killed his career. Yeah, or... yeah. I mean, it's one of the. I think Shane Black. Well, like, I think. In, in... <laughs> The term and like the terms that we think of as a flop now, it wasn't nearly that bad. But it there was just there's a lot of weird stuff on it that that took place and the, the production took forever and his career was kind of altered by it, it's it's very interesting. It's, it's definitely yeah. worth a, a deep dive on on the back to to figure out to see all that that took place with that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good recommend. Good, good. Right down the Arnie. Uh... Right, right in the bandwagon. Right, right down, right down the keister. You know, Barney. You know, it's right down in the middle. Right, nineteen ninety three. That's that's right there, right there. Um, good stuff. Um, I'm gonna recommend a movie. It's called uh, Parasite. It's out now. It's doing really well in the limited release. Um, this is the one from Bong Joon Ho. Of we talked about his movie um, Snowpiercer a few years ago. Mm on the show, which I really enjoyed. And he did a movie called The Host a few years ago that we liked. He did Okja on Netflix, if you've seen that. Um, but this is, a, this is a movie that is doing really well on the, uh, the independent, I guess, uh, film festival circuit and uh, is worth checking out. It's kind of a family drama, but with a lot of – it's kind of a thriller family drama with a lot of twists and turns, humor – and it, um, it's really, really good. Uh, but you know, it's a kind of movie that I would love to see like a Paul Thomas Anderson or Jordan Peele, like do an interpretation of, cause mm. it's got those elements of it, you know, the dark 
dark comedy kind of elements to it and uh really well shot i mean it's it takes place in a house like the house is kind of the part of the character of the movie in the same way that like ex machina you know the house is kind of the part of the character of the movie um so it's one of those really worth your time um if you want to go see this definitely going to probably be on some lists at the end of the year so um check this one out parasite it's out now a limited release and uh digital on demand in some places so Check that one out. Worth your time and uh, might might come up later at the end of the year on the show. So get ahead of it, man fam. Well, Ryan, it's been a pleasure to have you on again. Thank you so much for being the the viper of all VIPs, the king of the castle, <laughs> the mayor of of Viper Town. Remember Foursquare where you could be the mayor of things? On, uh, <laughs> still yeah, am. Remember? Yeah. I'm still the mayor yeah. of my Still the mayor Starbucks. of Borders because it went out yeah. of business. What up? <laughs> I'm the mayor. Um... Well, it's, it's always good, Ryan, and uh, if, if the Mam Fam out there listening would like to follow you on Twitter and get more of your musings, how could they do that? Uh, so I, I don't use Twitter a whole lot, but I do use it occasionally. Um, it's uh, Diverge89 is my tag on there, but you guys should all join the VIP feed and get on the Discord because that's where... Uh, I am mainly, and it's a lot of fun there. We do a lot of good conversations and stuff with the guys, and it's a lot of fun. So join that VIP, guys. Yeah, that one's great, and uh, that 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 has been a been a blast. Uh, yeah. The Discord has been like it's been an ongoing conversation, and and it's exclusive to the listeners of the show. So a lot of spoiler talk, a lot of movie news talk in there, a lot of fun humor. Batman Shane flies down when we throw the Batman chain signal out there and it's good. It's good. It's good fun. So check that out. VIPs. If you want more on that, it's mad about movies, podcast.com slash VIP. We just, uh, are releasing an Ace Ventura episode very soon on there. Uh, it's good times. It's good times coming up, uh, in the VIP. So if you want more of that, mad about movies, podcast.com slash VIP, Brian, where can I find you online? You can find me on the Twitter, BGill12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter. Richard, where can we find you? All of those same places, plus Richard Barden on social media. Kent, where can I find you? You can find me on the Twitter at Kent Garrison and find us on the Twitter at Mad About Movies. Give us a follow. Leave us five stars on iTunes if you like what you hear. Subscribe. Tell your friends. That helps grow the show. Until next week. We're going to be talking Dr. Sleep, I believe, the sequel to The Shining. So stay tuned for that. But until next time, we'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. 